Romans chapter 12, and we're just going to read from verse 3 to 8. I think I kind of kick off this little session, or this little section within the service. I'm in 3D, the next two will be in 2D on the screen above. Romans chapter 12, and verse 3, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not have all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. Teaching and teaching. To encourage and give encouragement. If it's giving and give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, then do it cheerfully. Let me pray for you now. Well, thank you that you are a God who loves to speak and your word is living and active. And we pray that as we come to it this morning, that you would speak to us. Let's soften our hearts and open our ears that we might hear your voice. Yeah. Jesus' name, amen. I'm a bit like a scratch record, but one of the things I often say to us at Morgan Road is that church is not like a restaurant, rather church is like a, like a family meal. We're all getting stuck in, all involved, all serving, all doing this and that. We don't just come and kind of sit down and receive and then go home and grumble and leave a bad review on TripAdvisor or something. Actually, we're all part of it. So there's someone who's making puddings all night, someone is polishing the glasses, someone's going around the house trying to find extra chairs because more people have turned up. Uh, someone's just a whiz with starters and they make this amazing starter and they bring their starters along. And everyone is involved. Everyone is getting stuck in. And maybe you say, well, where did that kind of idea come from? It's really nice, but what does it actually come from in the scriptures? And actually, our verses for this morning, at least these first few verses, give us that kind of idea. So have a look down with me. And the first thing I want to say to us is that God is the one who gives gifts to the church. That's there in verse 6, if you spotted it. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. He equips, he pours out gifts on all of us, on his church. And it's worth just pausing at that point because that might be a surprise to you. Do you know, God has given you gifts. Just the gifts that he wanted to give you. It may be you don't quite know where you fit in, or perhaps what your gifts exactly are. That could be a great thing to pray about, or a conversation this week. Maybe you're a teenager and you're just kind of thinking these things through. Actually, God has made me like this for a reason. And what do I do with that? But you can trust him that you do have the gifts that he wanted to give you. And they're not for you to show off with. They're not for you to sort of strut around and flex with and want to be noticed by everybody. But, no, verse 3, well, by the grace given me, I say to each of you, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. And if that's the basis, if God has given gifts to his church, to his people, and I think that helps us with two objections or concerns that at times I reckon we all often feel. Our first one is, I don't really fit in here. 
Maybe you look around and you think, I'm just not sure I fit in. I look around me and I see these people and they seem so extraordinary and so gifted and so amazing and yet I'm just not sure I fit in. But you know, the whole point is everyone is different. Verse 4, but just as each of us has one body with many members and these members, they all have the same function. That's the way it's meant to be. You look down at your body and you've got hands and we've got feet. And we've got arms and legs and nose and ears and elbows and knees and, and do they all do the same thing? Well, of course they don't. Have you tried writing with your nose? I wouldn't. Have you tried smelling with your hands? Have you tried hopping on your knee? No, these things don't work. We're not meant to have the same function in that way. Now, I think that is really good news because that means you can be yourself. That means you get to be you. And that is a good thing. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to try and be somebody that you're not. It's interesting, different church streams, different parts of a kind of wider church, I think get caught up in different types of gifts that people want. And everybody wants to be a clone of someone else because in this church stream, we care about this particular gift. But I reckon these verses tell us that you get to be you. And God has given you gifts, the gifts that he wanted you to have. And that is deliberate. And that is incredibly liberating. When you look around the room, and if you want to, I'll just sort of metaphorically, but don't put Think about the gifts and the creativity within these four walls, or the overflow, or on YouTube, or um, upstairs looking after the children. I was just sort of brainstorming. I apologise. If I mention you, and I apologise if I don't, um, but the gifts that we value and we cherish and we appreciate, and I see Elizabeth hiding out there, her extraordinary catering skills, and the way that she can make everyone just feel relaxed and a part of it. Or I think of Jill as she leads us, or teaches the children, particularly with Lego, and I could never do that, but it kind of brings the passage alive. It makes me remember what I'm meant to be remembering from last week, but also understand them. Or think about, I think about Tom F., he can just about fix anything. I mean, lots of the things. He's shaking his head. That's what you know. You look around the, the building here, and he comes in and he fixes stuff before we're even awake. Or Tom E.T. as he gets alongside the breadth of East Oxford. Or Claire Trenchard as she sets up and kind of circulates at Sunflower and others. Or artists amongst like Esther or Phoebe or others. Or the behind the scenes organisers. The, the Matt, the Jameses, the Catherines, the Martins, the, or the musicians like Kit and Ricky and Ricky. Kitty and Rick. <laughs> I want to do that. Or Bible teachers, the Phil's and the Matt's and the others, and so many more among us. And just a kind of glimpse of the gifts that God has poured down on Northern Road Church. And just listen to them, I feel slightly kind of overshadowed and overawed, but you know, we don't have to be like them. We just get to be us. The Lord has given us gifts, and that is a good thing. In fact, He doesn't want you to be like them. You're not meant to be. And you see, the reason the family meal works is that everyone is doing something different. And if we just had balloons, it would be messy and unhealthy and not good. And if we just had the chair kind of gatherers, we'd all sit down, but there'd be no food. It wouldn't work. 
other body we are, one body is many members, and we're not meant to have the same function. So if you ever really think you don't fit in here, you know what? That's okay with members. And that's the way it's meant to be. We're all meant to be a body together. You are part of the family. God has given you gifts. And so the next objection, so one is I don't really fit in, next is well, I'm not really needed. I'm not really needed here. Imagine it's your birthday morning, I'm not sure what family tradition you have for your birthday. In ours, you get to pick all the meals for the family. You wake up birthday morning and you've got your pancakes going for breakfast and you open your presents. And the presents that you open at the table, you know, they are for you to enjoy. They are a gift for you. For you to benefit from, but it's not the same in church. Because actually the gifts that the Lord gives us, I think pretty much, are actually for everyone else. He gives you gifts for us. For us to benefit from, for us to enjoy. Isn't that extraordinary? That means that we are all leaders. So in Christ, though, many, we form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. In lots of ways, that's what's made the COVID pandemic thing so hard. Because where we're still in separate rooms, as we are now, and we're still, we're cool just about returning and being in a big room together, and some are in masks and some aren't, and that makes it such a way to difference. The thing about bodies is that we need each other. We, if a bit is missing, or a bit is broken, or a bit is not working, and in one sense, we're all weaker. If someone goes AWOL for weeks, then we all suffer. Because without ears, you can't hear, and that weakens the body. Or without a singer, you end up with someone, like me at the front, and that's cool. So it's a challenge. I'm in no doubt that for every one of us in this room, sometimes on a Sunday morning, we think, oh, I Watch on YouTube because that's quite easy. The genres are quite comfortable. And maybe you'd rather not come to the formal stuff that we do as a church, or maybe even you'd rather not come to the informal stuff that we do as a church. So having people over for hospitality, the cost of kindness, the looking after folk who are struggling. Maybe at times we'd just rather not. Because YouTube is really good. But actually, we are all essential. And we all matter, and we all have something to bring. And actually, it's not even that. Did you notice in verse 5? Verse 5 is one of my kind of most challenging verses in the Bible. It's not that simply we are essential to the rest of us. It's worse than that. It's actually you are owned. We are owned by the rest of us. Each member belongs to all the others. <clears throat> that makes you a bit kind of twitchy, doesn't it? We feel quite uncomfortable about that. In a world of increasing individualism, you belong to me, and I belong to you, and we belong to each other. And when we sort of check out from the system, or we, we're not a part of the body in that way, it doesn't quite work, because we belong to each other. So you feel, I don't really fit in here, that's okay, in one sense none of us do, we're all meant to be different. You feel, I'm not really needed here, no that's not true, that's how we designed, that's the point, we're all different so that we can serve one another and form body together. And at this point, I know I've just spoken about one local church quite deliberately. And some of you are thinking, this is World Church Sunday, what's this got to do with anything? And the thing is, as Paul writes to, I think, Roman churches, I don't think it was just one gathering he had in mind that he writes to the church in Rome. 
But it's a much bigger picture, it's more like a small network that he's writing to. And he'll finish the letter in chapter 16 with all kinds of people and all kinds of gifts. So I want you to think about how the concept works at Morgan Groves. You look around and you see real people and how we serve one another and we're different and we're, we're a body together. In our little context, our little corner of East Oxford, different people, different gifts brought to the table. We're all needed, we're all different. And if you can visualise that and appreciate that and enjoy that, and then broaden it to the global church. And we have believers from different backgrounds, different languages, different histories, different contexts, different time zones, different frameworks, different ways of reading the scriptures, different emphases, different cultures, different contexts, tribes and tongues and nations all around the globe, currently dispersed, one day will be united together around the throne, around the Lord Jesus. And yet together now we are all needed. And if one kind of section of the global church says, well, I'm not quite sure I fit in, or I'm not quite sure I can actually bring anything to the table, then that's not how it's meant to be. Because we are a body together, a part of a wider body, a diverse and beautiful body, that we get snapshots of now, but actually in reality we'll see it all at the end around the throne of the Lord Jesus. Let me pray, and I'll hand over to our, our next speaker. Father heaven, we thank you that you are a generous God who pours out gifts upon his church. Thank you that you have poured out gifts on each of us and on to the church family. And however we feel like we don't fit in or we're not really needed, help us to know that we do and that we are. Help us to grasp more what it means that we belong to each other. And as we wrestle with that in a local context in our little corner of East Oxford, give us eyes to see how that works globally. And indeed the part that we might play in the global church and the things that we can learn from other sections of the global church. In the way in which we can serve and be served. And we look forward to that day when every tribe and tongue and nation currently dispersed will one day be united around the throne of the Lord Jesus. Until then, keep us trusting you and using the gifts that you've given us for everyone else. In Jesus' name.